Picture this, a nourishing breakfast spread, music welcoming you to a breathtaking space, a seat with a curated gift just for you, a full day of immersive, interactive, and truly transformational sessions, a room filled with women ready to step into their fullest potential, women ready for unmatched personal growth soul-giving conversations, vulnerable and heartfelt moments experienced together, moments of tears, of breakthroughs, of wonder and of release, laughter, hugs, and permission to step fully into your most authentic, honest, and powerful version of you. The one that's already in there that's just yearning to come out. Join us and buy your ticket for March 23rd, 2024 for Bloom, a life-changing event happening in Kitchener-Waterloo. Visit thebloomevent.com to learn more about this day or to say yes to yourself and purchase a ticket to join us. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Balance and Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Mondu a three-time published author, speaker, and a lifestyle transformation coach who believes everyone should be given the gift of knowing how to live their lives feeling healthy and empowered. Things like moving your body regularly and fueling it well, taking care of your mind, setting boundaries, practicing self and body acceptance, personal growth, manifestation, and everything in between. Wellness is not linear, and it's not just one thing. It expands into so many areas, and on this show, we're going to talk about just that. We're all striving to live a little more healthy and a little more well, but what does that even mean? My goal is to help you see that you can move from the mundane to the magic when it comes to living aligned and fulfilled, and by tuning in each week, you can be assured you'll leave with nuggets of wisdom that you can implement into your day-to-day like right now to help you maximize your health, wellness, and your life. Now let's dive in. I have like the squeakiest chair. Sometimes I listen to the episodes and I think that I hear my chair squeaking in the background and I'm like, oh my gosh, if somebody else hears that, they're probably going to think that it's so irritating. And yes, I do listen back to my episodes, mostly because I can be a little bit of a perfectionist. And even though when I do my editing, I check back over to make sure that all of my transitions are great. I'm still worried. And even though like by the time you're hearing it and by the time I'm hearing it, it's too late to retract the episode. I mean, I guess technically I could go and take it down. However, it is too late, but I still need to go and listen to make sure that things are seamless. Luckily, I'm going to knock on wood somewhere. I've never been listening to an episode where I'm like, whoop, well, I fucked that up. So, but you know, there's a first time for everything. And even if I do, it is fine. I tell myself that it is fine because I am human and I don't have to be perfect. Anyway, going on this rant about being perfect and about listening to my episodes, like I said, thank you so much for tuning in today. I had kind of a fun idea and I hope that you think that it's a fun idea too. 
Some of you who are listening to this may not know that I am a three-time published author, and the first book that I launched in September 2020 is called You Actually Can Do This, Achieving a Healthy Lifestyle in Spite of Yourself. It was my first book. It, it was the book that I have completely written on my own. The other published books are co-author projects with both myself and other contributors as well. But, you know, I published this book in 2020, and sometimes it's still wild to me that I have published a book. It's also wild to me that I have a show that people actually listen to, you know, where I sit and I talk in my basement to myself seemingly, and then I put it out there and people listen. But, you know, I put this book out and it has really, really great information in it. The information is so valuable. I put this together based on my journey and really put it together for you so that you can start to move forward or continue to move forward or grow on the journey that you're on as it relates to wellness. And it's out there. And, you know, sometimes I like to go back and look at it and revisit it and reshare that information because everything that I really carefully and thoughtfully put into this book is is information that I think is really going to serve you well if you are trying to get from point A to to the next destination on your journey of wellness. You know, when I first started my wellness journey, I call it a wellness journey, but really it started as a weight loss journey. And I talk about this in my book. You know, I was unhappy with the way that I looked. I had never spent any time or attention on taking care of myself, on practicing gratitude. Like thinking back to that woman. I was going to say girl. I mean, I was in my early 20s when all of this started. But thinking back to that, that person now, I have grown and transformed so much since then. And of course, the learning is never done. I really wanted to go through chapter seven with you today. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to read the chapter itself. And as we read through the chapter, it's going to kind of be like a live book reading in the sense that as I'm going through, I'm going to share with you, you know, some, some thoughts about that particular part of the book. And I'm also going to share with you the take action component at the end of this chapter. One of the things that I really wanted to achieve or accomplish in putting out this book, I mean, I have read so many personal development books and they've all been fabulous. Well, most of them have been fabulous. There've been others that I haven't really resonated with, but most of them have been really great. And as I'm reading through the information, I'm like, oh yes, this is so good. Like, I love this. I really want to implement this as part of my routine or as part of my life. And so I might highlight the book or I'll underline it. And then I finished reading the book and I I simply read that information, tried to file it away, and then I move on and continue on with my life. I wanted this book to be different. I wanted my book to be something that people could actually use and really actually implement what they have read and really apply it to them. So it is an anecdotal book sharing my experience, my lessons, things that I've learned along the way. But then the take action component that I was mentioning at the end of the chapter is the part where you actually do the work for yourself so that you can really embody what you have read and then move forward with that new that new existence that you're trying to create. I mean, 
let's face it, the only reason that we pick up a personal development book is because there is some part of us that we want to evolve, that we want to change, that we want to create some new habits around. And so it's really helpful if you can actually get something and and really propel forward with the information that you have learned. And so that was really my goal is I wanted you to be able to read this for you to actually reflect on what you've learned, answer some questions and some prompts as it relates to your own life so that you can use this as like a guide to refer back to. So today we're going to go through chapter seven and the title of this chapter is your why will be your anchor. And as we move through, you'll understand what I mean about your why and why (laughs) I think that this component is the like epitome, like this is the foundation of how you continue to show up every day. If you've ever tried to make any sort of change before, then you'll know that it isn't always easy, right? Usually at the beginning, you're really excited and you're invested and you're motivated and then that motivation dwindles off. And so, you know, we need things like discipline and we need things like remembering why we started this in the first place. So that's what this chapter is all about. Why do you need to know your why? Your why is going to be your anchor. It's going to be what helps you on the days when you don't feel like working out and eating well or sticking with the routine that you have developed. Think about what an anchor does for a ship. No matter what storms or waves the ship encounters, the anchor keeps the ship firm in its place and doesn't allow anything to move it. You need your anchors to keep you in place. So your why becomes the anchor and keeps you staying on that path that you're on. On those particular hard days or hard moments, because you will have them and you will have many, you're going to think of what those whys are. Those reasons and motivations are going to push you. Because babe, I promise you, if you do that workout, you have no interest in doing, come the end of it, you are going to feel better. I am speaking from years of experience. And you know, to this day, this really still resonates with me. Sometimes I don't feel like moving. Sometimes I'm just like, ugh, I would rather just relax. But I know, and I've been down this talk with myself enough times to know that I feel better. And the why for movement for me is for my mental health, which I'll share in a little bit. And so I know that my mental health is better when I have some sort of movement. So not only are you going to feel better and proud that you accomplished it, but you're going to feel stronger and you're going to feel excited at the promise that you kept to yourself to make your life better or to improve or to be more intentional on your day to day. If you can't keep a promise to yourself, it starts to eat away at the trust that you have with yourself, that you will accomplish things and that you will be successful. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, so before we continue with the episode today, I want to ask you if you're feeling really connected with the habits that you know make you feel better and healthier. Are you spending more time than you'd like to throughout the day with thoughts popping into your head about what you wish you could be doing or what you wish you were doing? Are you wishing you had more motivation? Are you feeling out of balance or out of routine? Do you often think about the cycle of dieting that you find yourself on? If you're finding yourself nodding along, it's frustrating and it's annoying because you just can't seem to do the things that you know help you or you're spiraling because you don't know what works for you anymore and you've tried everything or you just aren't taking any action. And when you aren't taking any action, 
nothing changes. So what needs to happen for you to finally decide that now is the time to make a change? I'll tell you right now, you don't need to join another gym and you don't need to start another diet. You need to explore the deeper habits and the mindsets that are going to keep you consistent long-term, period. That's why I created the Holistic Body Connection to give you a roadmap and together we break down your old foundations and thoughts and patterns and build new ones, ones that actually work and more importantly are sustainable. It's time to stop sitting on the sidelines of your life, wishing that things were different and looking for it in all the wrong places. So click the link in the show notes to see why it's the next right thing for you to create this connected routine that you crave and complete the form to directly connect with me about it. I'll see you there. Think about this. Imagine you have a good friend, someone you really love spending time with a trusted friend who you've invested in, and that friend constantly blows you off. Every time you make a plan, something always seems to come up last minute and you get a text from them pushing it off or calling a rain check. Eventually, after the 15th or the 20th time they cancel or fail to show up, you might start to reconsider how much you value that person, how much they mean to you, and how much you trust them. And though you may know they'll always be there for you, you just don't feel like their word really has any value anymore. And the same thing happens when you make a promise to yourself and then you break that promise, right? If you keep making commitments to stick to a plan or to do a workout and then you don't show up for it, or you make an excuse or you just completely give up and you walk away from whatever goal that you've set, You completely diminish the value you feel like you have as a person and you're consistently letting yourself down and you've let yourself down and made too many excuses. You might get to that point where you just don't ever do anything or you don't feel like you can do anything. And then that really feeds into the lack of confidence and lack of self-esteem. An article published in the Huffington Post echoes that promises to yourself are the most imperative because they establish key aspects of your identity, your confidence. When you finally achieve something you've been working at, you feel great, which is true. Accomplish one thing and naturally you will say, okay, so I finished this thing, right? Like what else can I do? So going back to the knowing your why, It's the foundation of your success because if you've established this why and you've given it importance and in turn you've made the promise to yourself to show up, you're more likely to show up for that long-term why. So to help you to figure out what your whys might be, what I'm going to do is share with you a few of my whys. And as I'm looking at this, my first number one why is my daughter. And since writing this book, I've actually had a second daughter. So my daughters are a big, strong why for me. As I mentioned earlier in this book, you'll have to pick it up and read it all. If you don't have it, I will link it for you in the show notes. This complex we have as women starts from someplace. And I believe, unfortunately, it starts long before we are even aware of what's influencing us, which means that it can be really hard to pinpoint specifically where our negative body image comes from. And so what I want to do or what I'm striving to do is create a foundation um, for my daughters that's going to be different. 
I saw a quote recently on social media that said, I dread the day my daughter hates her body the way that I hated mine. And that quote really still does hit home for me. At some point along the way, as we grow up, we're both intentionally and unintentionally influenced to believe that we are less than worthy if we look a certain way, or if we don't measure up to the expectations of beauty, the ideals of beauty that are created by our society. Thin, tall, slender, muscular, small, all of these traits have really like such value has been placed on them. And for me, I want to push back against that. I am a bigger woman. I am tall. And so I don't look like that, that standard of beauty, that ideal of beauty. And so of course, if I'm birthing children with the same genetics as me, chances are they're going to be similar in stature than I am. And so I'm really committed to breaking that mentality for them and showing them the confidence that you can have with having a body that is not societally, um, again, that ideal standard of beauty. Now, I'm not ignorant enough to believe that they will never be faced with body image issues. And I know that they will most likely be influenced by their peers outside of the home at some point in time. But I am confident and I really do feel that I am helping them to create body positive foundation and body acceptance at such a young age that it's going to allow for them to be more resilient when they are faced with those types of situations. I'm really mindful when I'm using diet specific language, or I'm mindful about the way that I talk with food, especially, you know, if I'm eating a ton of vegetables, or if I'm trying to cleanse my body, or if I'm trying to, um, like reestablish some good nutrition habits, you know, I will, I will talk about these foods being more fueling and, you know, sharing that my body, um, operates and functions at a more optimal level with certain foods versus other foods. So the last time I followed a specific eating plan, I explained to her that uh, her dad and I were doing it because there was many, like there's a lot of things that we need to be eating in a day to make sure that we're keeping our bodies healthy, right? You know, in school, they talk to kids about proteins and carbs and um, vegetables, (laughs) like what's the other food group? Uh, Like vegetables, but then there's also fruits and then there's healthy fats that we need. And there's so many different things to make sure that we need to get in a day and there's different quantities of each of those things. And the reality is, is that life can get crazy. And so sometimes it's hard to remember or to be able to like think about all of those things. And so sometimes we do do more specific plans so that, you know, it takes the guesswork out of it. I'm a really big advocate for like doing things that are easy and making wellness easy for yourself. And so this is the way that we do it. But again, the way that I explain it is not we're trying to lose weight. You know, it's really just about making sure that our body is being fueled well. I also articulate the importance of working out and movement as a way to take care of our bodies and show them love instead of, again, that fitness coming from the motivation of I need to lose weight, I need to change my body, and having that be like the sole motivator for movement. The second why, honestly, selfishly, is for me. I've alluded a few times to the fact that there have been periods of my life where I've struggled with some really significant anxiety. And to this day, I still do. It is, it's definitely less. Um, I have less frequent episodes or situations where it's so overwhelming that I can't cope or manage. And I really attribute that to the 
consistent time and focus that I give um, to take care of myself and do the things that keep me grounded, that keep me uh, focused, and that also keep me at kind of like that homeostasis so that if I do, if I do kind of come off balance a bit, um, it's easier to pull myself back because of the work that I've spent being more mindful. But this anxiety at its worst has tremendously impacted my daily functioning, like had tremendously impacted my daily functioning. 2018 really was one of the most challenging years for me. I share in this book, I've been in uncontrollable tears at work. I've had to leave meetings. I remember this one time I was hosting a committee meeting. We were at a restaurant and I was hosting a committee meeting and I got so overwhelmed with anxiety. Fortunately, one of my coworkers was there and her and I are very, very close. And so she could... I don't know, she could read that I was that I was struggling. And so I excused myself and she kind of took over the meeting for me. And I just remember sitting on the bathroom of the floor in this restaurant, trying to catch my breath, trying to calm myself. I actually called uh, Mike and said to him, like, I'm panicking. I'm having so much anxiety. Like, I didn't think I would be able to drive home. It did eventually subside, but I did, you know, have to sometimes get on the floor to be able to try and self-regulate. And so, you know, there have been times where I felt like a prisoner of my own thoughts. And I really have used eating well and exercising as tools, as coping strategies, really to help me to get into a different headspace. And so in taking those two or in using those two things, I'm actually able to fully manage my anxiety without any medication. So I'm telling you this because when you're in a season of your life where things are tough and things might not be going your way, it can be really hard to think like, well, this is just going to be the way it is now, right? Like I'm just always going to be an anxious person when in reality, you know, we, we live in seasons and you may eventually move out of that hard season and you also have the power to change the outcome of that hard season. You just need to really be committed to do it. And, you know, when I say you have the power to change it, it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy. Um, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to need outside supports to do that, whether it be medication or whether it be therapy or whether it be leaning on somebody else for support. I'm using anxiety, of course, in this scenario, um, but this is applicable to many different things. You know, you have the power to make a decision to create change and then you can reach out for supports to do that. Okay, so those are just two of my whys. So now it's your turn. I want you to just take a few moments and maybe you pull out a piece of paper if you're uh, not driving or if you're somewhere that has a notebook uh, handy. What is your why? Most of us, when we think about our why, especially when it comes to, you know, starting a new food program or maybe you're investing in personal training, maybe you're investing in a coach, most of us, our whys will start with a physical appearance. But please know that it needs to be about more than that, right? It needs to be deeper because there are going to be ebbs and flows on the journey. And, you know, if it is a journey where you're wanting to lose weight, which for the record, it's okay if you want to lose weight. There's another episode about that that uh, that's going to be coming. But it's okay if you want to lose weight. But if you're really just connecting your why to wanting to look different on the outside, so I want you to think about, further than that, more than just the physical appearance. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the working out thing as an example, 
but maybe it's not just about your physical appearance. Maybe it's about how you feel, right? How much more energy you feel like you have, right? What is it about having a healthy lifestyle? What is it about working out and moving that keeps you coming back and wanting more? Is it being able to keep up with your grandkids or your nieces or nephews or with your own kids? Is it having more flexibility, right? Having more strength? Is it feeling like you have the tools, you know, maybe you're using an affirmations practice. Is it that you feel like you have the tools then to create some sort of vision for your existence or you you have some, some sort of routine that's going to ground you and keep you accountable to yourself? So again, when you're thinking about wanting to create a more well lifestyle, shift your mindset, exercise more, you know, we are in the season of resolutions and intentions, which is my favorite word. We're in that season. And so maybe you do want to create some change. I just really want you to think about why you want to create that change. Whatever it is you want to change in your life, why? Do you want to make that change? What is it going to feel like when you're on the other side of that change? That's another component of it too, is if you can really start to think about what that would feel like, what would it feel like to be somebody who moves their body regularly? What would it feel like to be somebody who quote unquote has their shit together, whatever that means. I feel like nobody does, but what would it feel like to be in that place? And that's your why. So thank you so much for listening. Again, if you don't have a copy of this book and you'd like to, I will link it in the show notes. It is available on Amazon. It's also available on my website at balancebliss.blog. And if you have any feedback or if you want to share your why with me, please do that. Thank you so much for being here today. And of course, as always, I will catch you next week. Take care. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you're leaving with a full heart, some inspiration, or you're feeling the kick in the butt you felt like you needed. If you really enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with a friend or let me know. Rates, reviews, subscribing, and sharing are all great ways to support the show. And if you want to stay in touch, follow me over on Instagram at the.balance.bliss. Thanks for listening today and stay well.